This episode is brought to you by Houston Lucky of Keller Williams Realty. If you're looking for that dream home or that dream piece of property here in the beautiful state of Alabama, email him at HoustonLucky at KW.com for the rest of his contact info. And also, what's family if they don't believe in you? So thanks to Cantley Pittman, my brother, for sponsoring us. And last but not least, thank you to the Frosty Mug, a local staple, a local legend. Some of the best burgers, fries, and onion rings, and milkshakes around. Go check them out. Enjoy a view of the Warrior River. Enjoy their food. And most of all, keep supporting local businesses. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for believing in us. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. We hope you all enjoy. Welcome back to Pass the Jar. I'm your host, Drake Pippen. And I'm your co-host, Shane Murray. This episode is uh, Divine. We have my man, Kenny Divine. We are super happy to have him. He was referred to me through Jim Odom and Barry Bangers. Good friends so, of the show. Yeah, had to make it happen. If those guys throw something my way, got to make it happen. It's happening. So, Kenny, thanks for coming on, bro. No problem, sir. I'm happy to be here. Let's uh, Let's tell everybody where you're from, who you are your real name, and where you grew up. So, I'm Kenny Devine. Um, I'm from Birmingham. My real name is Kendrick Wallace, which is way, way more boring. And there's another Kendrick out there that got a little bit more clout than I got. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's fine. Uh, but I am from Birmingham, uh, originally from Chelsea in Shelby County. Nice. Uh, nice. But I've played with so many fine musicians from the Walker County area that I just knew that this was the right fit for me. So here so we are. When we when we first started talking, he was like, do they DoorDash Pizza Bar? I was like, okay, he knows about Walker County. <laughs> Girl, Pizza Bar changed my life. The yes. first time I had that, just a little bit of cigarette ash in there, it's great. It's That's all you need. That's all you need. We kind of like that at the omelet shop down in Summerton. Just a little bit of cigarette ash in my hash browns while I'm blackout at 3.30 in the morning. It's beautiful. It's all I need in life. It's well, the uh, best seasoning, truly. It really is. So you're you're from Chelsea. Yes. And how did you meet some of these folks from Walker County? So back in the day, I played with a boy named Ryan Kinder, who's from Hoover, and his backing band at the time, was uh, Nick Sparks, specifically, mm-hmm. on bass. Um, and then Jim Odom. The legend. Joined, the legendary <laughs> Jim, James Robert Odom, as it were, <laughs> joined the ranks about a year into my tenure with him. And uh, I just started coming up here for the breweries and lake time and just all the good stuff. And I fell in love with the area. And the people up here, like truly the people in Walker County are the salt of the freaking earth. Like <laughs> I agree. They I are I agree hundred percent. Not are. bath salts. Not bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're biting faces off and then we can talk. But there's you know, some parts of Walker County you could call the bath salts of the earth. Yeah. I mean, sure. I've been to Wesley's Booby Trap, so I understand. <laughs> um beside the point. Um, <laughs> it was a long time ago. Long years ago went out in sin. Um, but <laughs> but I love these boys up here, and I really feel that I'm like an adopted son of Walker County, yeah. so to speak. Or a bastard child, either way. Um, or as you told me, the redhead stepchild. The redheaded stepchild, <laughs> as it were. 
of Walker County. Like just working with all these people, some of the finest musicians you'll ever find up here mm-hmm. and the finest people, truly. That's I love it. That's what I stressed a lot. It was like a lot of people don't know like how good the musicians are here. Like you just see Walker County, you're like, mm, nah. <laughs> Let some of my boys pick up a get fiddle. There you go. <sighs> Son. I mean, goodness. Between like Jim, of course, on the guitar when he still played guitar. I'm calling you out. <laughs> and uh Rob Wright. Uh Oh, you know Rob? I do. He he was a divine for a hot second. Dude, that's my dad's best friend. Stop. I swear to God. Man, <laughs> the connections run deep around here. They truly do. It's yeah. a small world that we live in, yeah. truly. But uh, Rob was our guitar player for a hot second. And uh, who else have I played with? I played with Landon. I forget his last name. Fantastic guitar player. I played with uh, Chase Davidson. Beautiful man. Uh, fantastic guitar player. Mostly guitar players. Yeah. Noticing uh, a trend there. Yeah. Slightly. <laughs> I'm, I'm realizing that as well. So what do you play? I'm the drummer. Right. Uh, drummer and singer of the Divines. Uh, front men will go with that route. I'm like Phil Collins. Oh, very okay. try to, I try to hold on to that vibe and uh, as much as I can. But sometimes I'll throw the drum machine on and let it do its thing, and I'll go out and strut. Yeah, and nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I you have it. to show yourself as a front man. It's mm-hmm. true. It's true. I love it. You don't want to be that guy. <clears throat> that nobody sees. Everybody's like, where the hell is this, the voice coming from? Mm-hmm. Where's this divine voice coming from? Hey, see what you did And he's like, let, me show, let me show you what I got. Got you. <laughs> That's why I have small drum kits as well. So so I can just be as close to the audience as I can. Yeah. So, so uh, <clears throat> what got you into music? Like, when did you start and realize, I'm kind of good. Let's uh, make it a thing. So... Basically, I'm a pastor's son uh, in in the COG, as it were. I feel we have that in our background. Represent. Represent. <laughs> Pentecostal background. Um, at the time, my dad was pastoring a church in Bessemer called Parkwood Church of God. And uh, the drummer left unceremoniously. You know, one of those things. It's, it's a COG thing. You know, it's like, we're going to get mad and take our toys home with us. Church splits in the Church of God are a nasty thing. Oh, yeah. They are so nasty. <laughs> Like, you see friends of 50 years plus be like, I ain't sitting with you at the local Greasy Spoon no more. It's out. Deuces. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Yeah. So at the time, the drummer left, and they were like, we need a drummer. And I was like, well, I did snare drum in fifth grade, so let's try this drum thing. Can't and be that hard, right? Can't be that hard. And that was, I think that was 2000. So, Lord, 21 years ago. And I just never looked back. Here we are. There, a lot of the South, they seem to get their starts in church. Yeah, that's literally what I was gonna say. How 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 was it looked upon when you're like, "Yo, Dad, I'm starting my own band and we got a gig at a bar." It was it wasn't a problem with my dad as it was with my mom. Uh, just growing up with that because she was super conservative Southern, and it was always a thing. It was like, I wish you wouldn't play in those bars. But I was like, I mean... You're playing for the world. I'm playing for the world. Yeah, exactly. I wish somebody else was paying me what those bars are paying me, Mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why couldn't you pay me? You know, it was one of those things. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was one of those things that I had to accept where I was at the time. And, uh, and I realized that I could be a light in those situations as well, yeah. if I needed to be. And... 
I just loved it. I mean, I'm an attention whore because <laughs> I'm an only child as well. Uh, so it was one of those things where it just kind of checked all the boxes. Yeah. And I just had to deal with it. Now, now being a Church of God kid, yeah. I know we talked about it before we started recording about teen talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, it, think about, I know, I know you probably don't know, teen talent in the Church of God. Imagine Pitch Perfect when they're walking into the the finals. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to walk in there on your boss-ass shit. Okay. Like, you got to let people know what's up, who you are, and probably, you probably already know them, too, because you probably met at a youth camp. Okay. Got it. Accurate. Got it. Springville, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Utopia. I never went, because I, I had to play golf. I went okay. one time. I went one time, and I was just like, this is not for me. I heard some stories, and I was like, sounds like I probably should have went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem like much of a church camp to me. <laughs> well, you can pray about it not when it's not time service. That was the whole thing. You yeah. could literally go to the uh, altar and be fine by the end of it. That's, so it's that's okay. a fair point. So how many uh how many Ting Talents did you take part in? Two. Two. Um I can't remember the years to save my life, but uh it was pretty early on. I'd probably been playing about three or four years, roughly, at the time. Uh a dear friend of mine, David Keith. Was my drum instructor at the time. Yeah. You know David Keith? I know Keith? him too. Oh, snap. <laughs> that cat's known me since before I knew myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because he was involved with all that stuff with Workplay and uh, Patapinto and all those and boys. Skog. Yes. My goodness. Um, yep. You're taking me back now. These roots run deep, bud. <laughs> they do run deep, as it were. You're probably sitting over there wondering, how the hell does he not play music? Got news for it. I'm just not talented. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. It's okay. I just fake it till I make it. Right. That's you know, one of those things. That's pretty much what's gotten me to this point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, David Keith uh, was my drum instructor at the time. And uh, my cousin is uh, Todd Brasher. And he is one of the honestly top bass players in the world. Mm-hmm. Um O'Till Burbridge thinks he's one of the best. Like, it's one of those things. So I was just like, okay. All right. Everything's cool. Certified. It's okay. He's not going to listen to this, so I can talk good about him. (laughs) Um, But we did a couple of teen talent routines, and I would play drums, and he would play bass before, you know, the whole White Stripes, Death Room Above 1979 thing was a thing. So bass and drums, (laughs) and it was just great. And he's just doing all this stuff on the fretboard and stuff, and I'm just, you know tinking around or doing what I need to do. But I made it to state twice and then of course got beat by Summonton's drummer. Yeah. Every time because it was political. You know, it's fine. It's all good. He was good. No animosity here. Yeah. He he won every talent show that like ever happened at Summoning Christian too. So he was a good boy. He was good. Um do you know where he's at these days? No. Okay. Neither do I. It's okay. Miss him. Shout out wherever you are though. Hope you're listening. Cheers. So what got you into like forming a band and finding the people the right people to fit you in a band because that's that's a difficult thing to do really you got to put as much dynamic as a band as you put into your music it's true it's very true uh so what happened was uh i played with a guy named ryan kinder back in the day like i said out of hoover super talented super talented dude love him to death still to this day and uh, at the time Nick Sparks is the one that got me into that band. He was like, hey. He was like, hi, buddy. Ryan needs a drummer. And I was like, well, my band is folding because my guitar player is moving to L.A. to pursue his acting career. So here we are. That was a band called Leaving Shiloh, by the way. Good times. <laughs> um, back in the day, did that 
pop Christian thing for a second. Ah. It was good. And uh, so I joined the Ryan Kinder Band and met Nick and eventually Jim joined. Jim Odom, that is. And at that point, it was great. And then Ryan decided he wanted to move to Nashville. So I was like, okay, cool. I can't move to Nashville. I'm about to get married. This is like 2013-ish. So I'm like, I'm getting married in October. I can't move to Nashville and pull my wife from her teaching job doing voice lessons or anything like that. So he moved to Nashville, and Jim and Nick came to me one day, and they were like, we want to keep making money, and we don't want to move to Nashville. So let's start a band and call it The Divines, and we can be like this little culty band and do our thing but we want you to be the front man and the drummer. And I was like, okay, that sounds great. Let's do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a good old college effort. And here we are nearly 10 years later and the divines are still a thing. Jim and Nick are not in the band anymore. Love them boys, but they, they decided to retire as you heard on Jim's episode. Yeah, super sad. <laughs> Turn the page, you know, changes everybody's life at one point or another. And apparently it turned Jim off to music completely. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then Nick retired a little bit before that to do his lawyering, as yeah. it were. And it was great. It was a good run. Uh, but now I'm still doing it. Um, still doing the bars. Still doing the restaurants. Still doing the weddings. And now, hopefully, when the fall kicks back, doing the Greek stuff again. Yeah. So so y'all do fraternities and we sororities? Did. We did. Um, I mean, we were pretty solid on that respect before all this stuff hit and it was beautiful. Um, we were doing Tuesdays in Auburn, you know, yeah. and then, you know, Tuscaloosa on the weekend, it was great. Uh, and then all the stuff kind of went to heck in a handbasket. And Shane knows a little bit about fraternity parties. Oh, bless you. No, actually Shane doesn't. <laughs> he, Shane, Shane doesn't really remember doesn't. any of them. <laughs> Shane's oh. notorious for being blackout. So y'all still play out around Birmingham? <laughs> we do. Uh, has COVID affected that any? Uh, it did in the beginning. Uh, we were able to kind of fly under the radar a little bit with uh, bar and restaurant stuff, which was nice. Obviously, had to take a pay cut yeah, to a certain mm -hmm. degree because they didn't have the money to put towards us. Um, but we're finally getting back. Um, currently, knock on wood, uh, we are uh, booked through June right now. Sick. Nice. Weekend stuff. It's great. We got weddings. We're back. We're back on the bandwagon, and it's it's been a great thing. There was a minute there during COVID where I was like, I'd put too much stock in my self worth as a musician. Yeah. That when it all went away, it was just kind of like, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. You know, I have nothing. I literally have nothing. So, overcoming that was a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I hate it took COVID to do that, but. Here we are. So what did you find? How did you make ends meet and find a way through life during those few months? Honestly, unemployment, man. Yeah. Uh, unashamedly was able to get unemployment by the grace of God. And I had some previous W-2 work that pulled up for that, and it worked out nicely. Uh, it was really good, and we were very blessed to make it through those, those times. Mm -hmm. Awesome. It was very tough, though. Yeah, it sucks. It does. It still does. But, you know, we're we're coming back. 
Yeah. I'm halfway vaccinated now, so we're in good shape. Halfway? Halfway. Yeah. I got my first shot last or two Wednesdays ago, and then I'm getting the last one at the end of the month. So. I was supposed to get mine this week, and I backed out. <sighs> it's just because it's the newest one, the uh, Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. And what company tells you no more tears, but it still produces tears? Mm-hmm. I was like, come on. Plus, they've done some sh- super shady shit. Yes. Like, so I'm just kind of, mm. I mean, I want to get it. It's yeah. just, I told, uh, I told somebody the other day, I was like, I backed out twice now. So third time's a charm. Like I'll buy it on it third time. Absolutely. As long as I don't die from it. Cause then I can't sue anybody. I mean, how many shots does it take to get a tracker in your arm? You know, it's one of those things, yeah, as Jim would say. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. It's all Hopefully good. no more than two. Exactly. <laughs> I would hope not. Goodness. So, uh, what bars do you play at? Like around Birmingham and stuff? So we mainly hang out in the Lakeview area. Okay. Um, so we do Innisfree mainly, Ten Roof on occasion. Uh, Oasis. To, uh, we've we have not done Oasis yet. No shit. Yeah, we haven't. Dude, I love that bar. It's it's a beautiful place, but it just has not panned out in the cards for you know timing or scheduling or anything yeah. like that. Uh, we also played uh, Sidebar back in the day. I almost said Skybar. That's an Auburn. <laughs> Very different thing. Uh, <laughs> Almost played. completely, completely. I'm pretty sure my liver just burst oh, thinking yeah. of that. I was just like, uh-huh. but uh, so we also play Southside. Uh, we play uh, Dave's Pub. Uh, we used to play World of Beer when it was there. R.I.P. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, we never did Brennan's before it shut down. R.I.P. As well. Uh, what else do we do? It all runs together at this <laughs> point, you know. Uh, we did. Ah, doesn't matter. It's fine. Was World of Beer ahead of its time? Sorry. Yes. I was really sidetracked there, but like that just bringing it up made me think about it. Like World of Beer was like two years too soon in Birmingham. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. Yep. I 100% agree with that. It was it was a great concept, mm-hmm. just poorly executed at yeah. the time. Now it would be the most popular. That's what I was going to say. You throw that downtown right now, Yes, it's game over. I remember Shane bought like an eighteen dollar Japanese beer. Yeah, from there, and it, he said, "He said this is the worst beer I've ever had in my life. It was terrible, but <laughs> love the experience." I tried a Japanese beer. Everybody wins, you know. It's one of those things. Ironic you bring that up because I had like Vietnam style flashbacks <laughs> in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, two thousand eighteen when we got sent down to Diego. All they had was like Japanese and Chinese beer because all the like Budweiser and everything was just completely sold out and they couldn't get any. And I had this crap called Tiger Beer. It was the worst thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> like it was so bad. And then just I was right back in Birmingham. The like as soon as that bottle hit my lips, that was, was a like, rough. Oh, night. this is terrible. It that was, was god awful. That was a rough night for us. I can feel that. Which every night we went to Five Point South it was a rough night for us. <sighs> I'm trying to get better about it. I truly am. <laughs> it's one of those things, though. I've I've phased it out of my life, like the getting blackout part. Yes. But I still like to go out and have a good time. Absolutely. And I get carried away sometimes. But, we all do. But I still wake up and remember what happened the night before. I'm just hurting a lot more. Grace is sufficient. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> about that. I've gotten a lot better about taking the uh, ibuprofen before I go to sleep. That's a smart move. Mm-hmm. Or at least at that point, like when I roll in, I'm like... Aleve is right here. Mm-hmm. Pop that Aleve. Everything's right. fine. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Ibuprofen, bottle of water. I'm going to wake up hurting, but I'm not going to be like trying to cut my head off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've all been there. 
Now, have you, do you play with any other bands, or are you strictly with the the Divines? Currently, I'm strictly with the Divines, but occasionally I'll do a fill-in gig with um, a band called Lava Lamp, which is a 70s cover band, which a Walker County alumni, Matt Wiley, is in that band, and a couple other folks, older guys, doing their thing. Okay. I've never heard of him, but yeah, if he's from Walker County, cool. He's the finest. <laughs> he's one of the finest keyboard players I've ever worked with. Truly, really, yeah, he's great. Do you uh do you pre-program like any of your beats during your set? So you like when you get up, or do you kind of push it as you get up? So I have like five or six songs that I have pre-programmed on the drum machine, and I'll hit the button and go strut. But mainly, it's I'm calling the set on the fly. Which is I, I love doing that. It's it's great. It's it's very it's very church oriented. It's like we're gonna go where the spirit leads us type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And run uh, it again. Run it again. <laughs> run it again. Oh, you wanna extend this solo section? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those things. Yeah. So I love it, man. It's it's my baby. It's been my baby for nearly ten years now and I just I, I love being in control of it, you yeah. know? It's a control issue, obviously, <laughs> but I, I do love it so much. And the boys I play with now, I grew up with the guitar player in Chelsea. We played basketball together in, like, 97, before I realized that sports was not my thing. <laughs> uh, and keyboard player, I went to high school with him, graduated with him. He's so good at what he does. His left hand alone is worth the cost of admission because, I mean, he's doing those bass lines with his left hand and doing synth stuff with his right hand. I'm just like, how do you do that? That's, that's pretty <laughs> intense. Mm-hmm. It's very intense, but they're good boys. So you've lost your Walker County roots, but you've kept the Walker County flavor. Exactly. Got so, I, 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 yeah, I definitely have the flavor in there. And I remember everything that I learned from every show that I did at O'Malley's or anywhere else up in here. <laughs> I mean, take me back. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I, so I probably saw y'all at some point in time then. You probably Not sure. Did. Probably did. I do remember one story. <laughs> I, I forget where it was, but it was a Walker County bar that we played at or a restaurant, something like that. And uh, one of our members, which shall remain nameless, had a lot of vodka Red Bulls. Yikes. And it was... They were all in the big 16-ounce styrofoam cups, yeah. and they were littering the floor by the end of the night. And then Nick Sparks comes up to me and is like, that reminds me of the bodies at Jonestown. <laughs> I was just like, weird comparison, bro, but here we are. Uh, it was it was crazy. That was one of this unnamed member's worst hangover experiences. <laughs> so what was one of your favorite bars to play up here? Lord. What was the one that was in the old Quincy's? I mean, there's been like twenty bar or yeah. twenty bars in the old. Quincy's. It's a bar again. Yes, um, is it? Yeah, it's called the Speakeasy. Oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> One of my agents contacted me about the other day. You should try to get up in there. He he was like, "You want to play at the Speakeasy?" And I was like, "Heck yeah, let's go." You asked me about any gigs. I bet yeah. they'd probably book you. I would hope so. Um, I, I forget what it used to be called, but yeah, I'm trying to think. You got jars. It wasn't jars. Hollywood Nights, I feel like. Definitely was not Hollywood Nights. All I remember is this was 2013, and I was about to propose to my now wife the next day, and I was playing in Jasper, and she was kind enough to come up here and hang out with me (laughs) at this gig. And I was just like, she has no idea. Anyway, you play at the old Quincy's. There's (laughs) There's just so many bars, like you just... 
Was it Lot's house? I don't remember, man. It's those are the last few that I can think of. Yeah. What year was it? Twenty thirteen. Might have been Lot's house. I think so. Probably was. Yeah. Either way, I was there and my boys were there and I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna propose to her tomorrow at church because that's what I do. And uh <laughs> it was great. Did you play at the Greenhorn? I never played the Greenhorn. No way, dude. Never did. Greenhorn's a legend. I missed a lot of legendary mm. things. I still yeah. haven't had Green Top barbecue by the way no i talk a big game about green top barbecue and i've still never had it i'm really sad that the one in jasper is closed now because i could take you to it after we finished recording <sighs> but they closed the one in jasper and like it was just out of nowhere like they never announced it yeah like all of a sudden it was just oh there's nobody at green Go top on. anymore because i remember i hit that place up a lot during covid when i was going, like off work yeah green top was my thing and i was so glad because it's just it's literally right across the trace from me yeah like it's right there but the one in Dora, that's the full experience. Yeah, it is. I you gotta that. go check it out. I need that in my life. I truly do. My friend Ricky, his family owns it. He doesn't. He doesn't work there anymore. But you should. You you can't call yours. You've been to Wesley's, but you haven't had a green top. That's what's really throwing me off here. It, it's it's so backwards. I've gotten so many different bits and pieces. <laughs> Of the Walker County You hung experience. out with David Keith and never went to Green Top. <laughs> exactly. That was the crazy thing. He was my drum teacher Like when I first started. Yeah. Like, when he was still at Birmingham Percussion, he was, he was my drum teacher. So, I mean, the fact that I never got... It was Insane. a weird amalgamation, man. Yeah. Insane. It now, truly is. Now, have you ever... Who's the most famous person you've played drums for? I know, I know we talked about you being a studio drummer. Yeah. We'll talk about that, but... Who's the most famous person that I've ever played for? Yeah, whether it's studio or live. Honestly, it's probably Michael Warren at this point. Now, however, oh I've I've uh, in playing with Ryan, I did a couple of fly dates on the West Coast with him when he was opening up for Zach Brown Band, and I know Chris Fryer because Chris Fryer used to play with my bassist cousin that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, and uh, in fact, Chris Fryer played my cousin's wedding back in the day, so I know. I know Chris for a while. So being able to go on that brief but awesome road trip experience and play in California and at Matthew Knight Arena in Oregon was a beautiful experience. Do you get to meet Chris uh, Zach Brown? I'm about to say Chris Brown. Zach Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was more I was more fascinated to meet his percussionist, Walfredo or um Danny. I think it was Danny Reyes. Um but I met his dad, Walfredo, who is like the premier Latin percussionist yeah. of all time. And I got to meet him at one of those gigs and it was just like, <gasps> it was a beautiful experience. The catering was the best part. Let's be honest here. I loved playing the show. It was great. You know, I got to play pop country. It was awesome, you know, to a metronome and it was awesome. You know, I really liked that he said pop country. Mm-hmm. I went there. I love that. We're going to do right. a bop of, bopper flop before the end of this. You know, yeah. It's gonna be those yeah, bopper flop. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite part of you guys, truly. <laughs> Somebody loves it, and that's what matters. So how did you meet Mike? So in 2004, 2003, excuse me, um, I played a Baptist youth camp at uh, Laguna Beach in Panama City. And Michael happened to be the worship leader for that one at the time. And I was able to play drums with him in 2003. So I'd only been playing about three years at the point. 
So it was like, oh my gosh, I get paid to go to the beach and play drums. It's awesome. Let's keep doing this, oh, yeah. you know. So I played with him uh, in 2003 and then kind of we did like a little acoustic EP or whatever of our laptops at the time. So it sounded like garbage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I go way back with him. And then I, I got to meet Ruben when he was doing his thing with, with Michael at the time. Yellowhammer. Yes. Yeah. When they were doing Yellowhammer. Good times. That was great times, man. So I got to go to the workplace studio. And the first time I met Ruben, this is this is one of my favorite stories. He was like, I went up and I was like, hey, I'm Kendrick. Nice to meet you. And he was like, I don't shake hands, man. And I was just like, what? He was like, I'm just playing. Nice to meet you. I'm Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good. Now it would make sense because COVID, you mm-hmm. don't want to touch people. Yeah. But, you know, here we are. <laughs> man, <clears throat> like I know my uh, – I would share some of our stories with you. But he's going to come on one day, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to ruin it for everybody. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. He's my dude, man. Like, him and Ruben both are wow, pretty much the full inspiration behind this as far as still makes you happy, bro. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Fair enough. They're Here good we for are. that. They're good for that. So did you ever play any live sets with Mike? Like, when he started actually playing the songs he wrote? No, uh, that was Kevin Dufu that yep. did those. Dufu. I love Dufu. He's still a nice to guy. this day. Super nice guy. Kindest man. His wife is super talented too. She is awesome at what yeah. she does. Megan? Yes. Yeah, she's really, really like first time I heard her voice, I was like, She yeah. not signed. <laughs> when they did uh what was it called? Pop Rocks or something yeah. like that? Yeah. When they were doing Pop Rocks, I was like, That's that's what people need to be doing. Yeah. And it was just too much for Birmingham at the time. It truly was. Like mo- like most things, you know. It's yeah. too much for Birmingham. We're always about 10 years behind on everything, <laughs> right. so it's fine. So what kind of music do y'all play? So we started out, we were kind of 80s-centric, you know, synth pop, off the beaten path from your typical cover band stuff. So we would do, you know, Tainted Love, or I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight, or Africa. Specifically, that was a Jim Odom staple, because he could actually hit those highs. When he played on Cody Lockhart's channel, I was like, that's such a good cover. Yes. <laughs> I love Cody. I miss him. Great guy. I sold him a drum kit like three weeks ago uh, <laughs> and met him in the Guitar Center parking lot. I was like, Cody, I miss you. It's good to see you, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, we started out in the 80s vein, but we have we keep going this direction where we're basically a killer's cover band or tribute band at this point. So we, we're adding a lot more killer's. Kings it's not a bad place to be. It's not. Yeah. I love it. I love those boys. Um, White people in bars love the killers. They do. That's a fact. <laughs> they do. So we just started adding um, all these things I've done off the first album. And uh, what was the other one we did? Um, uh, when You Were Young. We started adding that one. That's and a that, good song. That's yeah. been... That'll get the crowd up. That's been popping. Yeah. That's been popping. They were like... Okay, that's great. We used to end with Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley, but now we end with with that one. That's just rude. So That's just rude. (laughs) If Shane and I were to come to a Divine show, at the end of that, would you let us get up there and just bop it with you? Because it's you guys? Absolutely. Oh, thousand percent down. Sold. (laughs) I'm there. Just put it in. Put it in the queue. I'm here for it. I'm there. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I knew oh, it was yeah. like a pain. Like, we're trying to figure out a good night f- for you to get over here. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I don't have a gig this Friday night. So, I was like, all right, let's get you over. Perfect. Yes. You know, I know how musicians are, man. Like, <clears throat> you don't know. It I'd, could change. Yeah. That's I'd, why I texted you today. I was like, 
We still on for tonight. Usually when I make a commitment, I try to keep it. I'm one of the few musicians in Birmingham that actually does that. <laughs> I'm sorry I was 30 minutes late, but it's okay. Hey, you know? You're catching up with old friends. That's okay. Oh, yeah. It's true. You're it's spending true. time in downtown Jasper. Oh, Can't be mad at you for that. No. Man. Guess what? We're, where we're going after we're done. Downtown Jasper. Absolutely. <laughs> I want a Black Rock burger so bad, but I know my wife's cooking right now, so I can't I can't upset her. That's fair. You wouldn't uh, upset her if you took her one too. It's true. It's very true. Black Rock is truly like one of the gems of downtown Jasper. Mm-hmm. Like it blows my mind. Like the first time Jim took me there and he was like, Get this and I was like, Oh. I yeah. think it was the I think it was the bacon cheeseburger. Yep. And it yeah. changed That's what my I life. Need. I was just like <gasps> I feel so it's comforted. So good. Like some of the so, some so of the good. stuff I cook here is inspired by Greg. Like he made a jambalaya quesadilla. Yeah. So guess what I made for dinner this week? Jambalaya, jambalaya quesadilla. Yes. And he was like, "Well, how did it turn out?" And I was like, "Oh, it was good, but not as good as yours, <laughs> but it was good." Greg's got a good thing going. I mean, Cigar Box has a good thing going. Both the breweries have a good thing going. I love Josh specifically because last year or two years ago now he did one collaboration beer with me it was called the divine inspiration ipa oh yeah okay and it was uh it was a pale ale but it had ginger and honey in it and it was beautiful like i still have friends that talk about it they were like when are they gonna do that again (laughs) so this one goes out to josh (laughs) if you don't do the divine inspiration we're not gonna be friends anymore Tallulah, <laughs> the Tallulah guys, Drew and Josh, they're like at the top of my list of people that still haven't been on the show that I still want on the show. Dude, you need to get them. Yeah. The Honorable Drew Gilbert needs to be on your show, if anybody at that point, because he's a beautiful man. I so love him. We're trying to get Mason at Twisted to make a, a beer for us that tastes like cigarettes and regret. <laughs> that was my kind of stipulation for him. I was like, make it like a redheaded person but a little bit smoother (laughs) they're like ginger and honey i got you but in reality though that's a good mixture it really is it was so good yeah he was like there's like three people that come in and keep asking for that i was like good let's go let's keep it going keep it rolling like do you know the the look on my face when i found out like the salad seasoning it sticks was a ginger salad dressing okay well i need this in my life more need some ginger yeah you didn't catch that the first time they said, do you want ginger for your salad dressing? Nope. It's okay. It's okay. Look. We've all fl- been there. Flew sticks right used, over him. Sticks used to be fancy. <laughs> he was still mesmerized by the dude just throwing eggs around. <laughs> he was like, he made the volcano with the onion. Let's go. Yeah. He steered that choo-choo train. I was just like, yeah, sure. That's it. Choo-choo. I'm in. <laughs> is that even still open? The one in Fultondale is. Okay. I to think my the knowledge. One- I think the one at the Galleria and Hoover shut down. Really? Yeah. Wow. The sign's gone, at least. I don't know if they're still doing the thing. Of course, you know, River Chase Galleria, much like Jasper Mall, is dying. Is dying. Mm-hmm. Michael and me went over to a sushi bar <clears throat> that was right at the back end of the Pacific Rim. Yes. Yeah. I do remember. Pacific Mike and me went there one day. Mike and, and I. Mike and I. Whatever. We're proper grammar people yeah. here. Okay. Mike, Michael and I. I just love hammering him with well, it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, I tried their Korean barbecue. I was like, I'm going to try Korean barbecue at a sushi restaurant. <laughs> Whew. Blessed be my name. It'll change <laughs> it good. your life, truly. Korean Is this barbecue. still open? Uh, they changed the name. It's like Konami now or something. Okay. 
not the uh, you know Street Fighter yeah. game, yeah. but you know I think it's like Konami or something like that. But it's fine. Now with uh, with your music, how long is your sets normally? Usually, uh, with breaks, we can eke out about two and a half to three hours. But we have played Ten Roof before and can do a four hour straight set. And you call this on the fly? Yeah, that's talent. Because I've seen the talent that goes into creating a set list. So calling one on the fly, like, I'm just mind blown that you can do that. Especially for that long. Mm. Like, that's the most impressive part. If you're like, oh, it's like a 45 minute, like, okay, well. Because you yeah. play a song, it's give or take three three to four minutes. Mm-hmm. Math is says how long four hours is. <laughs> that's a whole shit ton of songs. How many, do you take breaks? We do. Do you uh, think about the songs you take while you're taking a break? On occasion. Okay. Uh, when it comes to Tin Roof, they don't give you breaks, though. It's they think they're Nashville in Birmingham, so they're like, "Go four hours straight, mm-hmm. it'll be fine." I'm just like, "Okay, let's go. Here we go. Get um, up there and plug don't in come my down. catheter now." Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we usually have like a uh, a general. I do everything. I break them down into three song sets. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we have our intro set of three songs. Then we can either go, uh, you know, higher or lower or whatnot. And then I just kind of piece that together on the fly. But, you know, when it comes to a Ten Roof set, you know, we're we're having to call them pretty quick. And it's like, okay, the crowd's vibing. Let's throw in Mr. Brightside and call it a day. <laughs> or let's throw in Africa because they're digging on the 80s stuff. So it, it's it's – You're just going off like crowd reaction and you're just yeah. literally just going off the energy in the room. Yes. Well, see, that, that's, that's good talent. for you because you're paying attention to mm-hmm. the crowd. That's all I care about is the crowd reaction. Like I said, because I'm an attention whore. If I'm getting attention, then I'm gonna I'm gonna go towards that. Mm-hmm. At so, least reciprocate. Exactly. Yeah. So if somebody's like, "Play Africa," I'll be like, "Okay, we'll play Africa," and then I'll go into "I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight" and I'll hang out on my '80s stuff. But if somebody's like, "Man, that killer song was really bopping," I'll be like, "Okay, let's hang out in Kings of Leon area and do that thing." So. It's uh, it's a crapshoot every night, and sometimes we we definitely miss the mark. <laughs> uh, I can remember many an occasion where I'm like, okay, they're really digging on this '80s stuff, and then I'll play an '80s song, and like half the dance floor will clear, and I'll be like, it's okay, it's not personal. They're just going to get a drink, and then we bring them back. You know, it's one of yeah. those things. So you got to kind of read the room as you go. Yes, which that's good. Like some people, <clears throat> some of the people I worked with. Like they were so dead set on the set list. Yeah. I was like, if they walked away, I'm like, oh, you probably need to change the tune. Well, they'd still get, stay with the set list. Yeah. Like, mm, probably should have done that. It's a guideline, man. Yeah. The set list is, is there for a little bit of structure, so we're not freaking out. But at the end of the day, if I'm like, okay, let's do Valerie. They're going to do Valerie, you know? Yeah. And that's how blessed I am to have the people that I have that have played with me for so long that they know that if I'm on a tear, they're going to follow me to the ends of the earth, as it were. You've been able to call that on the fly is badass. Thank you. I appreciate that. I truly do. When you're playing these shows, how hot do you get? Bouncing back, before, back and forth between drums and being the front man. 
because that's that's you're moving your arms, you're moving your brain, and you're moving your mouth at the same time. That sounds like a workout to me. And legs. And yeah. legs. Yeah. Less do we say. forget. <laughs> uh, it is. That's definitely... probably why I quit the drums because I couldn't match up bass drums and cymbals with <laughs> my arms. It was so all over the place. Man, it's uh, it definitely gets hot. Uh, if I ever forget my fan, especially in the summer months in Alabama, it's. It's 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 a it's a disaster. It truly is. Like I'm a I'm a sweaty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So uh, yeah, it definitely gets hot. I'd say you know it's like I'm I'm breaking a fever you know to a certain degree because I am sweating. Thank the good Lord. But you can't have fever now because it might be COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh-huh. But uh, yeah, it's it's insane. It really Man, is. Like I know like some singers I've seen that play drums as well, even if they're. You know Skillet, obviously. Yes. Christian Rock. Yes. Jen Ledger yes. plays the drums and sings. I was like, I'm not that coordinated. <laughs> I can hardly walk and talk at the same time, much less play music and do it well at the same time and sing. So where did that training for you come in? Where did you where did you learn how to body and brain are two separate entities, but I've got to make them the same exact thing. Well, Drake, that's an excellent question. Um, I would have pulled that one out of your ass. Seriously, I was like, okay, here we go. We're getting deep. I, this is like therapy for me now. Um, that's what I'm here for. My man. Um, honestly, in the church, playing gospel music, you know, doing that thing and being able to start out trying to hit harmonies was kind of the main impetus behind everything. And it was like, why don't you just sing this one? And then it's just kind of built from there. And it turns into a, f- a fact where it's it's more muscle memory than anything. That, that was took the words right out of my mouth. I was going <laughs> to say, do you think that you've just been doing it for so long now that it's muscle memory and you're just able to sing and be the front man while your body's just doing what it knows to do? It is, but it still takes a long time. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it was years of messing up playing I keep going back to Africa, but that's just kind of our staple at this it's point. It's a jam. I mean, it is a jam. It's very a bo- iconic. It's, it's a, a bop. It's a bop, not a flop. Oh, yeah. That's every single time. <laughs> Can we do a bop or flop with Africa in it, please, before I leave? No, because you're going to call it a bop. Yeah. I mean, it's not fair they to don't the other that. song. <laughs> they don't know that. Shh. But real quick, what's your, like, aside from Africa, what's your favorite song? Lord. Oh. I knew you were going to ask this. And I thought about it, and I was like, no, I'm going to do it on the fly. I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight is truly one of my favorite songs to sing and play at the same All right, time. Bob or Flop, Africa, I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight. <laughs> this, is, this still isn't canceling out the one I've got written down for us no, for later. Yeah, I just wanted to throw this at him. <laughs> Man, uh, if it came down to it, Bop for me would be I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight. There you go. Honestly. Ooh, there you go. Truly. I mean, now, that's that's an unpopular mean, opinion, but that's kind of where I'm I, at. I, you know Nacy, what, I what think... kind of hole we dig ourselves in? We're making TikToks for Bop or Flop. It's like, mm, I don't know. I, and I completely bop. agree with you, though. I, I think a lot of people would they'd have a tough time. Like you said, it's an unpopular opinion. Yeah. But if you really sat down and thought about it, I just died in your arms tonight versus Africa. You're going, I just died in your arms tonight. Okay, so when Shane and I Eight come to your next show, wherever it may be, I want you to record our reactions to these two songs. Okay. And then share it to the world as 
okay, you know where these guys stand is bopper flop. <laughs> I can make that happen. I've gotten better about the, the videoing yeah. at my shows. I'm trying to, at least. If I cried during I Just Died in Your Arms tonight, though, we're going to have to edit that out. A divine show vlog for our YouTube channel. Sounds yeah. fun. I'm, I agree. I, can we come in the green room? Absolutely. Yes, okay. Yeah, so there's... you can come to the van during the break, oh, as it yes. were. Because half the places <laughs> we play do not have green rooms. I was told to stay away from vans, but I'll come to your van. Yeah. It's okay. Please tell me it's just solid white, muddy a little bit around the tires. My first one was. Yes. I did have a, a genuine Chevy Uplander no. cargo van with the caging in the back, which is what my best man decided. He was like, I'm going to take you out to Lakeview on your bachelor party. We're going to go to all the breweries and have the highest gravity beer. And I'm going to put you in the back of this van with the caging, caging, truly. And we're going to put a pink cowboy hat on you and a sash. It's going to be great. That night did not end well. I remember the next day I was playing with a guy named Derek Sellers in. Oh, no way. I know Derek. You know Derek? Well, I, know, oh, I know his mom. Yeah, yeah. We all know Derek's mom. It's fine. Not in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, not in a weird way do we know Derek's I went mom. Ch- I went to church with his mom. Exactly. Okay, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta clarify that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many your mom jokes I could do right now, oh, but yeah. I'm not going to. Um, I remember the next day <laughs> having to play in Coleman with Derek mm-hmm. and getting to his apartment, because he still lived downtown at the time, and having to wipe the sauerkraut vomit off the side of my van <laughs> because we started at Doss House, which is now Neon Moon. Yeah, man, they just opened last Friday. It was great. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, but we started there and we had I had bratwurst and sauerkraut. And then when we went to all the breweries at the time, which, you know, Cahaba was still where Ghost Train is. Mm-hmm. And uh, had all the high gravity beers, and then we went to Tin Roof. I was like, "I know the owner. It's fine. We'll go to Tin Roof." <laughs> and they were they handed me a uh, a shot of well whiskey, and then my other one of my other bridal party guys handled handed me <laughs> a vodka Red Bull, which I immediately dropped, and then smart move handed me a sep- second one, and I'm sipping that. I'm just doing my thing. I was like, "Guys, we got to go. We got to go now." <laughs> so I'm projectile vomiting. In South, or not Southside, but um, Lakeview, like down the side of my van, sauerkraut. It's the worst thing ever. We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. You can't feel bad about it. I'm pretty sure when one of the last few times we went out to uh, Five Point South before we got older and married and everything. Yeah. I had to pull over on, before we even got on university, before we even got to the interstate. So, tequila, uh, what was it? Uh, the Raging Cajun at Zydeco. Oh. <sighs> I got really, I, say, I, I got really deep into those. <laughs> I was gonna say, I've still got a picture. We had just came off of a uh, Corridor X, and I think we were in, yeah, we were in your wife's car, and you and my now wife are on the passenger side, and I got out and ran around to take the picture because y'all were just leaned out, both of the doors wide open, <laughs> hit us at the same time, bro. Heads down. <laughs> like, so was, this was like when Colberg Road was still a thing. Yes, yeah, that that mm-hmm. Corridor X time. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cool. Before it became big and fancy in I-22. But I-22 is a time warp now. Oh, it really is. I was like, I'm here in 45 minutes? Let's really go. <laughs> now, you play music all around Birmingham, but you do something else. Yeah. Well, let's tell me about it. Dabble into that. What you want to know? You host us some karaoke nights. I do. I do. What got you in it? Before you go into where you do, what got you into that? 
So uh, a friend of mine uh, just or has been doing karaoke for a long time, and his partner had kind of dipped out at that point. And he was like, hey, I want to join ranks with you, you know. And I would do fill-in stuff for them every now and then because karaoke is great because you can just show up, ham up the crowd, get them to come up and sing, and then press play, and everything's great. Um, and he came to me. I was like, I want to join up with Divine Entertainment, which is my LLC that I started four or five years ago at this point. And I was like, great, let's do this. So I decided... I was like, okay, I can do a couple nights a week. It's fine. Uh, and it's just ballooned. He does Dave's Pub. I do Innisfree. And we're hopefully going to start doing Neon Moon, tag teaming that as well. Awesome. Which is going to be great. Um, but I didn't set out to be the you know a karaoke DJ, but this Kinda is where I sit. Lap. It, it literally fell in my lap. And... The money's just too good to say no. You get get paid for this, correct? I do. I do. It's great. I love it. I love it so much. It's so much easier than having to wrangle two other musicians with me as well. So uh, it's easier. I can plug and play within thirty minutes. It's. Do you do you bring your own sound equipment? I usually do. Okay. uh, Depending on the venue, and or at least I'll bring my board because I have everything preset because I'm anal retentive like that. So So is it like a laptop hookup or just your phone hookup no it's it is a laptop setup um usually i bring my dj rig that i use for weddings and stuff like that okay so i'm running everything through a controller sound card and uh mixing as best i can with my digital stuff um it works out a lot better because i can have everything preset and be like okay i have it for this bar this night i'm gonna save this scene and recall it every week, you know. It's Have you great. had anybody come through that just kind of blows you away vocally and you're like, okay, hey, pull them off to the side. I don't know what you're doing nine to five, but you might want to start looking into singing. I've had a few like that. Um, I'm still pretty early on in the journey of doing it consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there have been a few people that have definitely surprised me. And I want to be like, Hey, you know Ruben Stoddard? You, <laughs> you should look him up. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> do what he did. Do what he did. But don't do American Idol because no, it's different now. It's trash. It's, it's so very bad. different now. So bad. If so we're going so bop or flop on American Idol, flop. flop. It's flop now. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way they do that now. No. It's <clears> weird now, yeah. man. I Which, mean, I catch more of the, the YouTube clips than the yeah, actual show. Same. Yeah. So when you got started in the, the karaoke business... Um, was there, was there any mindset of, I'm probably going to get asked to play wagon wheel or something 9 million times a night. And where's my point where I'm like, screw off, dude. Um, that literally similar situation happened last week. Uh, I was running it and a guy was like, play free bird. I was just like, there's always that one guy. There's that one guy that's like, play free bird. I'm like, do you want to sing it? And he was like, no, don't worry about it. I was like, well, my Venmo is this because my tip jar now, because we're contactless Mm -hmm. in the world of COVID that we live in. uh, I'm like, just scan the tip jar, send me money and we'll talk. And I was like, that's a $20 song. And he was like, okay, here you go. So I played it, you know? (laughs) I mean, money talks. Is that one talks. of those things where you were like, God, wish I would have told him 50. Exactly. <laughs> money talks and BS walks. That's yeah, that's go. how I roll these days. So <laughs> it's a beautiful 
a beautiful place that we find ourselves in. But yeah, it's weird. Man. Has has there been moments where you really want to get up and like do that with somebody? There have been times when they refuse to sing. Did you Jennifer Hudson them as in like jump up in the middle of their audition and <laughs> sing with them? Just I have done that a couple away. of times. <laughs> I've only done that a couple of times, but I, I have to be pretty pretty in a good headspace for that, you know. And if you see somebody bombing, will you just kind of like slide off to the side and throw some backup vocals for them? I'll go like, <laughs> you know, just try to hit that harmony part for yeah. them, you know, if the song doesn't have it already built in, which the beautiful thing about most of the karaoke tracks that I have, they have backing vocals, okay. so I don't have to deal with that. So, but yeah, there have been a few that are like, the verse is on the screen, guys. You need to sing the verse. Don't make me sing the verse because I'll do it. <laughs> And I do. I did karaoke one time. It was at the Greenhorn. What's your What's your go to karaoke song then? Back then or now? Either one. Back then. Yeah. L- let's do a Let's do a comparison. Yeah. So okay. back then. Okay. Well, at the time, the person I was with their their girlfriend picked the song for us. Okay. So makes sense. It was a uh, country girl shake it for me by Luke Bryan. That's a tough one. It is. That's a when, tough one. When you're super drunk, is those words are really hard to follow. I mean, you're <laughs> spitting at that point. Yeah. You're like you're throwing some raps out uh-huh. at that point. It's a freestyle more than it is. I'm pretty sure all I hit was "Country Girl, Shake It" for me. <laughs> Something about squirrels. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, let's go. I just kind of looked at the screen. I was like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> as enough. fast as those were moving. Now, if I did karaoke, oh, I'd sing "Stone" by Whiskey Myers. My oh, man. Okay. Yes. I mean, that's obvious. Yes. Now, <clears throat> if I straight away from Whiskey Myers. And just kind of got dangerous. Uh-huh. I'd probably do something by NF, like some hip hop. Yeah. Okay. I'm on the complete other end of the spectrum. Like I'm just playing in the crowd. So this is three shots in of Wild Turkey mm-hmm. 101, or like these two. things were called copperheads or rattlesnakes. I don't know. Ooh. They bit the 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 They've... venom was as strong as an actual snake bite. Because <laughs> yes, I think uh, I've done a few karaoke's when we were in Guam. One of the most prominent ones was tequila. Yes. You can't mess that up, and that's a that's a guaranteed crowd starter. Have upper. you seen the dude that tequila. auditioned for uh, America's Got Talent? Like he just it. did the karaoke for tequila. I mean, it's perfect. It's so good because everybody knows that first like three chords, and you've got all eyes on you, and then your whole sole purpose is just to stand there. Tequila. Yeah, you can't mess it up. You really can't. Now. I go Mulan, I'll make a man out of you. My man! Damn. Yes! Oh, yeah. I have that one. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Yes. All these people that come in and want to do Frozen, I'm like, no, no. do Mulan. Exactly. Do Mulan. Pay, Trust me. Pay homage first. Oh, my. <laughs> what about you, Kenny? Man, my go-to usually, if if there's a gun to my head, is Tainted Love, truly. like that. That's been my go-to for a long time. When like, it comes to karaoke. Believe it or not, I actually like the Marilyn Manson version better than the original. And that's okay. I respect you for that. We're a respectful podcast here. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's okay. Like when it hit on Not Another Teen Movie, mm-hmm. I was like, I know that song. I know <laughs> that's that's right. sick. Um, so when you're when you're hosting karaoke, how many peep drunk people? Yeah, I want to I, I want to sing that. And you're like, what's that? And you know like the pointing. one that goes. And you're like you're drunk and like pointing uh, all over da, my da, computer da. screen. Which one? Here's here's how I've overcome that, especially during COVID. Um, I do a text message based thing, so I have like a a Google Voice number that I put up on the screen. I'm like, you want to sing a to- uh, sing a song? 
text the number on the screen. I got you covered. So that helps me. I'll be like, who's it by? Sorry, I don't have this. Can you go five to ten years older? So it works out. <laughs> I've mitigated a lot of those awkward conversations because of that. Nice. So Text message Smart. probably makes it easier, too, doesn't it? It does. Like, it's all in order. Don't get it. It's all in order, and I know exactly who they want to sing. I know what version they want, and they can be like, hi, can you lower it like a half step? And I'll be like, I got you, fam. Yeah. You know, so it works out. So do you feel like you're putting together a show that you're actually going to play kind of helps you in the karaoke world? 100%. Uh, Especially with like in-between music, because I'll be like, okay, we just did X song, so I'm going to do Y song during intermission or whatever and transition that way. Keep the energy and the flow. Exactly. It's... uh, yeah, it really it correlates more than you think it would, and I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, I'm not a karaoke guy because I can't sing a lick. Like I said, the only time I've ever done karaoke, I was blackout, blitzed. Yeah, yeah. don't. I also want to preface that same. Yeah, yeah. I was insanely intoxicated. I do, I don't remember. I think I done time. a phenomenal cover of "I'll Make a Man Out of You." If there's video evidence of it out there and anybody watching or listening, please, for the love of God, don't share it. But just let me go down thinking <laughs> I've done a phenomenal cover. What knots do you host it on? Uh, currently, right now, NS3 is on Thursday night at 10 o'clock. And Dave's Pub is at Thursday night at 9 o'clock for my buddy Andy. But that's all going to change soon. I'm not sure sp- the specifics on that at this point, yeah. but hopefully we can have that out pretty soon. If we didn't record on Thursdays, totally would be there. Oh, yeah. Because yes. usually, we're, like, there's nights where we clump everything together. Yeah. YouTube, TikTok, and podcast. We're in this little room for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Hours. <laughs> we probably should change our TikTok settings, like backdrop and stuff, but. Just won't. There's you know? like Thursday nights. I'm I'm a creature of habit. Yeah. Like if it changes, my whole day's thrown off. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> like Thursday and Fridays, if it's on, a, if we record on a Wednesday, I'm really thrown off. I'm like, because I just work night shift until that Wednesday. Yeah. So first, brain's not working. Two, super tired. Makes sense. Brain not working and super tired does not produce a quality episode. It does not. I 100% resonate with that. If you let me sleep from Wednesday night to Thursday, the bags under my eyes might be gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got some eye cream for that. I, I need it. But uh, we're going to jump into a bopper flop. Okay. We asked this in our group. I'm about to make it public so people can kind of chime in a little more. Cool. But we rely on these people. These... Most all sixty nine nice members hey. of my of this group are like friends and just people I know that listen to the pod. So when they chime in, I really take their advice. So I got a I got a bopper flop. And this one's courtesy of Mason Bourne's wife Courtney, the missus of Twisted Barley. Yes. She gave us the thong song of Cisco. Okay. And it wasn't me. By Shaggy. God. Man, that's, that's that may take me a second. Yeah. <clears throat> that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I got mine. I got mine. Okay. I'm going bop it wasn't me. Flop thong song. Just for the simple fact, 
it wasn't me. It was probably like the first really, really dirty song that I ever knew. And obviously, right over the top of my head. Obviously. But it's a, it's a bop. I, they're both bops, but you got to pick one. Yeah. yeah. If it came to the two, I would be in agreement with you because that was one of the first dirty songs that I ever heard as well. So I was just like, oh, wait, what does this mean? I don't understand. Oh. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> I'm also in agreement with y'all, but for a completely different reason. Elaborate. Yep. I saw on Twitter a few weeks ago somebody uh, quote tweeting the It Wasn't Me lyrics, and the person's a lawyer, and kind of kind of bit our segment, but they said, unpopular opinion, It Wasn't Me is actually one of the greatest legal advice songs ever written. And it's changed my whole perspective on the song. <laughs> that makes so much sense. It, like, when you think about it, and it goes, it doesn't just play in a divorce situation. You can account it to any type of public defense. That's as long fair. as your first words and you stick to the story are, it wasn't me. Now the case is on the prosecutors to prove it. It's true. I took a poop on the sidewalk. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. I get it. Yeah. So I accurate. I agree, but I'm coming at it from a different perspective. I think that's the first time everybody's agreed on here Man. for Papa Flop. Kindred Breaking spirits. Barriers. Kindred Spirits. Or Kendrick Spirits. That, I was, that, I, that's I was what I hoping, thought you said the first time. I was hoping, I was I said it in hopes that somebody was going to catch on to my pun. Well, that's what, I, I thought you said it and I was coming in, but then you, you doubled down on it. Well, see, Shane, you, you didn't Shane, give it time to, you didn't give it time to marinate and Joke 101, got to let it marinate for a second. Okay, well, I'm still learning from you because these terrible puns are rubbing off on me. You're welcome. Now it's, now it's just delivery that I've got to work hey, on. There you go. Heard. <laughs> I, I'll get you there. That's all we got to rely on. <laughs> so do you, either of you guys have kids? Oh, yeah. He does. Okay. 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 So, so you my have the terrible dad puns have you now have transferred. dad joke. Yep. On lockdown. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And it's a transference thing. It truly is. I, I have enough people in my life that have enough dad jokes that are actual dads that it's just like, oh, I'm going to say this pun now too. And my <laughs> wife's going to hate me for it, but that it's okay. Like I made a joke about the beach and he was like, that's so bad. I'm proud of you. I was like, <laughs> five years ago, I never would have said that because it wouldn't have crossed my mind. But him being here once a week shows what happens. Man, once you hit 30, it's all, oh, it's yeah. all a weird thing, man. Like nothing, nothing makes sense anymore. In the best way possible. Cutting the grass in my Crocs. Exactly. <laughs> you'll, I mean, up, you'll upgrade to the New Balances before you know it. It's true. The Nike Air Monarchs. Mm. I don't know what you have to... I haven't reached that pinnacle in my life, so I don't know what you have to do to go from the New Balances to the Nike Air Monarchs, but I'm really looking forward to it. In Birmingham, it's the On Clouds. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. On Clouds I don't have the those. thing. That is right. the thing. We're going to jump in the last shots. Yes. Three questions. If you pass... I guess you need some more one-on-one. <laughs> Touche. You're not going to pass, though. Three questions, no time limit. But just answer them as fast as you can. Sure. Are you ready? I, I hope so. One song you have to play. It's the final song you ever play. What is it? Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. A Man of the People. The most annoying song you find at karaoke. <sighs> People keep requesting Picture by Kid Rock. Wow. That Yikes. has happened every wow. week, Yikes. and I'm like, they, it's okay, but like, 
that's kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah. Why would you do that? I know it's of, I know it's a good duet song or whatnot. Yeah. You know, I use air quotes on that, but like a lot of hurt people right now. I guess seriously. I mean, it's it's COVID, man. Yeah, what do you expect? So, final question: favorite post show place to eat in in Birmingham downtown? What is it? Taco Bell, hands down. <laughs> That was that that's was fair. Nah, I love You're it. just lobbing them up it. for me tonight. I love it. That's fair. I, I was really it. hoping I get an owls. All right, bonus question. That was that was college for me. That was definitely college for me. Owls was my thing. But like when I'm done for the night, give me that crunch wrap supreme and, and a cheesy gordita crunch. I was gonna and say bonus question, what's your go to meal at Taco Bell? That's yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We got it. We're on the same wavelength. Podcast done. I'm very simple. Like they took away the quesarito. Which ruined my life. Yeah. Truly. I found one one Taco Bell in Cool Springs, Tennessee. <laughs> like, I'm at the Cool Springs Mall exit. I was like, y'all still got the quesarito? And they were like, actually, we do. We'll do it for you. And I was like, <gasps> yes. I, I almost wept. <laughs> I was this close to weeping. And Kenny the guy wept. was like, you need to calm down. I was like, I can't. It's a quesarito. Steak or chicken? Oh, beef. Oh, bingo. Beef. Ooh. Beef quesarito. Now, I my keys player, about the beef. My I keys player will always do chicken. Yeah. In anything that he gets to talk about. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's suspect. That, that's where I live. So yeah. I'm give me the chicken all day. That I don't care what quesarito. form it comes in. Oh, that beef. Though. I'm a simple man. I might go crunch wrap beef or chicken. I don't like crunch wraps. Give me that sand beef, you know, it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. That grade D beef. Uh-huh. You know, it's silicone fun. dioxide or the whatever. Stuff the USDA is. failed. The yes. Taco Bell just somehow acquired. I want that. Yeah, put it in me. <laughs> I want it. Well, Kenny, uh, tell everybody where they can find your socials and everything else about the divines. Well, uh, the socials, Instagram is kind of our main go-to. So at the divines Beham or at the Kenny Divine because I'm you know self-absorbed Why like that. Me? The Kenny Divine. Uh, also on Facebook as well, both of those handles will work. So at the Kenny Divine or at the Divine's Beham. Do we have you convinced about TikTok yet? I'm I am so close right now. <laughs> like, if there was a precipice, I would be on the edge of it right now. But you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You guys might convince me, and we might have a a joint TikTok excursion together love it. yes so, love it either way and if people want to hear your your music do, we, do you have music out uh i do have one remix that i worked on personally and uh you can find me on spotify kenny divine on spotify i did one remix earlier this year or earlier last year for a friend of mine and i've kind of forayed into that area of a electronic music we'll we'll call it <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of fun, but if you want to hear the Divines, just come to a show and check out our YouTube. We have a couple of promo videos. In fact, I'm recording one tomorrow at a nice. wedding that I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, That's just awesome. come out and see us. It's yeah. all about the live experience. I want to I want to provide you, specifically the viewer, with two to three hours of forgetting about your troubles. That's that's all I care about. That's a true musician. It is. Spoken. It is. Spoken like a true musician. <laughs> like I said, anybody that's referred to us by Jim Odom and Barry Bangers, gotta have him. Mm-hmm. Barry's my boy. I love him. Love him. Truly. Super nice guy. He gives the best hugs, too. 
But Kenny, dude, thanks for coming on, man. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Oh, yeah, this is a blast. I always look forward the episodes I look forward to. It's like when I don't really know the people yeah. real well because it kind of pulls the best out of everybody for sure for the episode. It is a if genuine, I, authentic conversation. It's been an absolute blast, gentlemen, and I'm so proud of what you guys are doing and spreading positivity on the internet, which is what everybody needs a little bit more of these days with all the garbage that's going on in the world. And yeah. I appreciate you guys, and I love what y'all are doing. Keep it up. Keep doing the thing, and hopefully I can come back and hang out with y'all yeah. again soon. So I guess you would say we are divinely <laughs> blessed. I'll take that. Oops. Yeah. We have our divine blessing for the golf evening. Clap. <laughs> I'll golf clap to golf that clap. for sure. So, uh, but Kenny, dude, like I said, thanks for coming on. This this has been awesome, super fun. We'll definitely do it again next time. You'll probably see us is in a vlog at the Divine's concert. Absolutely, yes. got to make it happen, or yeah. at least a remote podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm super uncoordinated, so I'm not going to dance, but I'll be up there having a good time. I can appreciate. I that. may give the crowd a beer shower. I don't know. <laughs> Spray them. They're like, Kenny, who is this asshole? This is pouring (laughs) beer on the patrons. Get him off. It's fine. Just just deal with Drake. smooth jazz night. Why is he over there showering people with beer? Because it's (laughs) awesome. That's why. I'll tell you what. If you come to a Divine show, learn the words to um, the Drake song. What's it called? We we do it all the time. Uh, You do a Drake song? Yeah, we do. Oh, God. We do Hold On, We're Going, or uh, Going Home. Basically. Oh, I don't have to learn the words to it. I got you, homie. Okay. You come <laughs> Just up. hold on. Just hold on. We're, We're going, going home. home. <laughs> That's probably what the security officer is going to tell me when he's pulling me off the stage, too. <laughs> You're going home, sir. <laughs> the best part is we go into Get Lucky after that because R.I.P. Yes. Daft Punk. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, awesome. This has been a super, super fun episode. Folks, check out Kenny and his band, The Divines. Please show them love. Go see him while you're out in Birmingham. He is the redhead stepchild of Walker County. He is he is an honorary Walker Countyan with Absolutely. everything he's done. If he knows about the pizza bar, he's welcome here anytime. Thank yes, you, sir. But folks, as always, love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. If that jar is not empty, pass that thing around. And we'll see you next time on Pass the Jar. <laughs>